Welcome to the Blessers of Israel podcast. I'm Matthew Dodd, Executive Director of Blessers of Israel, in studio today with Pastor Rich Jones, who is the founder and chairman of Blessers of Israel. Today, Pastor Rich, we wanted to continue our discussion from yesterday, following up in regards to the uh, attack upon Israel from Hamas, Mm -hmm. from the Gaza Strip, and then the response to uh, that from Israel. And uh, as of today, we have been notified that over 1,200 Israelis uh, were slaughtered in this massacre. Uh, We have uh, 22 American citizens who have been uh, determined that they've been dece- they've died as well, yes, and right. then I think and many Americans are held hostage. Seventeen, at least, that yeah. are unaccounted for. Right. So, um, and then on the Palestinian side, I believe that there's 1,100 that have been killed militants, uh, militants, mm-hmm. and uh, and then in the Gaza, and actually in the Gaza Strip, 1,100, but then they had oh, 1,500 that were killed within Israel who mm-hmm. were the attackers. So we we separate those out because I yes. think it's important. They infiltrated with about 1,500 yes. militants, and as of this podcast, uh, they believe everyone has been neutralized, as they would say. That's right. 1,500. Uh, then, of course, now we are seeing uh, the action of, of Israel take, trying to take out Hamas. And uh, so it's very un- unfortunate that there are many caught in the crossfire, of course, but Israel must do what they must do. Agreed. You know, I think it's also <clears throat> important for us, United States, for us to have a perspective on what that looks like if that were to happen here, God forbid. You know, when we're talking about 1,200 out of a population of recently was reported 10 million, mm-hmm. well, the United States, as of 2022 census, we're over 330. Three million. Mm-hmm. So we're talking. If something like that were to happen within our borders, mm-hmm. uh, over thirty-nine uh, thousand people mm-hmm. would have been killed in one day. In other words, that's like nine eleven times ten. It, it just puts things in perspective it, as to how cataclysmic this event. I was. mean, nothing like that has happened since a world war, and nothing like that that has happened in Israel since the Yom Kippur War, which was fifty years ago. Interestingly. <clears throat> and I think all of that, of course, is on purpose. Hamas chose that 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 on purpose. So what we are seeing developing is now, of course, the amassing of troops uh, at Gaza, uh, although they are also putting troops at the northern border. I think we've also seen now Hezbollah has been testing that northern border. We got a report in that um, alarms were going off in the whole of the northern region of Israel, that there was a threat of drones, a massive drone attack coming from the north. Now, it turns out that that was a false alarm, but uh, the alarms went off. They have a massive uh, set of troops in the north getting ready in case Hezbollah should try to do uh, an invasion from the north. And I think it's also important to note that the United States is sending uh, a further deployment of... A second carrier group. second carrier group. And the first plane landed yesterday with munitions as well. To resupply. Yep. And, and also with high tech. They're sending uh, technology, uh, of course, which is so vital in this particular war. But sending that second uh, carrier group is a, is a signal. And that is a signal to all players, whether it be Syria or Iran 
or even Russia that America is standing by and ready to engage. Very strong <clears throat> signal indeed. And when we're talking about the Gaza Strip, I think it's also important for people to understand how big of a territory we're talking about. And, and it really would, if you're put in comparison, be like twice the size of the Washington, D.C. area. Uh, Which is but, really, in perspective, very small. But when you're talking about how many people live there, right. 2.5 million people live there, you're talking about an intense density of, of people there. Right. And so if you're having a ground assault take place, the possibility for this to be horrendous is through the roof. Oh, it's just heartbreaking because you know there will be such catastrophic loss of life, not only uh, of those who are innocents in, in Gaza, because there are innocents. There are. That, I mean, and Hamas, that's very important for people to see, you know, that there are those because Hamas is a repressive regime. Oh, they have a stranglehold. They do. On Gaza. So you have actually the majority of people in Gaza let's say, are innocents. You have a lot of militants, don't get me wrong, <clears throat> but there are many uh, uh, innocents. Nevertheless, there will be great loss of life there. There will be great loss of life, frankly, of Israeli soldiers. Well, when you go door to door, it's that, dangerous. that is one of the most dangerous scenarios. It is a funnel, right? you know, where there is a threat to you and you're trying to make sure you shoot the enemy combatant versus an innocent Right. Very difficult scenario. You know, and I was reading or I saw uh, a very interesting piece where um, a, a Palestinian Arab uh, leader was trying to justify uh, all of this, of course, and was saying that the response of Israel, which is bringing forth casualties, uh, is saying that's a terrorist event, just like what we did. Is that not true? Well, no, it's not true. That is not a terrorist event. And frankly, um, what Hamas does is that they will use like the UN centers where there's supposed to be shelters for those seeking, uh, uh, you know, a safe place to, to, to uh, hide. Um, they are putting bunkers underneath these UN schools where uh, they, they are uh, caches of weapons. And so what Israel does is give warnings to clear it out, and then they take... But Hamas, school. I've also seen reports where they're saying, you stay. I know. For the using cause, you stay. Human shields. Exactly right. And uh, anyway, there, this is a developing story, and uh, it will be increasing. The danger is increasing from the north, uh, from, from Lebanon, from Syria, Iran, we have to watch that. They've issued threats as well. In right. fact, um, they issued threats just yesterday that if anything comes their way, right. you know, that Israel's going to have a greater price to pay. Now, also, I think it's important to recognize that the Palestinian uh, authorities there in Gaza are calling for jihad worldwide. And I think you... You've been looking into that. Give us an update on yeah, that. Yeah, it's very interesting. <clears throat> uh, the Gateway Pundit uh, posted an article, and basically uh, the former leader and founding member of Hamas, Khalid Mashal, has called that for this Friday the 13th mm -hmm. that there would be a global jihad and that they're calling all Muslims to come and basically show their support for the Palestinians 
by taking up arms. It's more than just a finite financial contribution. They want there to be a jihad on behalf of the Palestinians. And, and, and <clears throat> many are beginning to look at this saying, we need to take this threat seriously. So in other words, they are calling for jihad worldwide. Yeah. Not just come to Gaza or come to Israel. No, they're asking for jihad wherever they may be located, whether it be New York or L.A. or Portland or wherever it may exactly be. Exactly right. They're saying, it's time to sacrifice your lives for the Palestinian cause. Yeah, to show <laughs> anger, I'm reading here, especially next Friday, that would be Friday the 13th, in Muslim countries and also among Muslim di diaspora, uh, diaspora around the world, he called that Friday, uh, Friday be the Al-Aqsa flood. Mm -hmm. And he said, uh, this will send a message of rage to Zionists and to America. Now, it will be uh, very interesting to see what the response is, because if there is an uprising, if that is effective, it shows us that Hamas has far greater influence, and we should be very concerned about that influence. I agree. Now, when this uh, event unleashed on Saturday, they did call out the uh, militants of the Palestinian authorities in the West Bank to uprise. And so far, we have not actually seen a great response to that call. So this worldwide call to jihad will be fascinating to see what the influence of Hamas is. It is interesting. <clears throat> I've read also articles from those who have been interviewed uh, who are in the Gaza Strip and how their initial response was, we can't believe what we're seeing. Right. That this is amazing. We never in our wildest dreams had ever thought that we would be able to penetrate Israel to this extent. Mm -hmm. But then they began to see the reports of how women That's right. and children were That's killed, right. and then their celebration turned to oh no, a big oh no, That's because right. they realized what was going to come their way. Now they were used to the 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 small incursions. They couldn't believe that they got through to this extent, and some were saying they didn't think it was even organized. But then they realized no, to this deg degree, it had to have been organized, and they realized the amount of uh, response that was going to come their way from Israel was going to be great. They overplayed their hand, really. I mean, if they wanted to make an impact, they, they, they could have, for example, overrun the police stations and then started taking hostages without harming them. That would have had a far, far, far different effect. But what's happening right now, when we see the savagery, I mean, yes. cruel savagery of, of beheading babies, I'm sorry. Yeah. It was... The raping of women. It is just horrific, savage. horrific pictures. And um, it is going to come back as, as a terrible retribution against it, which they deserve. But they overplayed their hand because the, the hearts of the world predominantly stand with Israel now. Everybody understands Israel's right to self-defense and is expecting a, a massive response to it. They overplayed their hand. It was not... Uh, it was not wise. It was not well executed in that sense. And so, uh, uh, you know, if, if their uh, idea is to bring support, no, it backfired. They will lose support worldwide. Now, pivoting <clears throat> for a moment, in the past we've talked about uh, the influence within our colleges of the pro-Palestinian movement. 
And, and, you know, just yesterday we were talking about how there's been a groundswell of support for Israel, which I think to a degree still remains intact. But That's we're right. beginning to see already things pivot. And we're seeing it especially on our college campuses. For instance, Harvard had several groups, I think over 30, that were voicing their opinion in support of the Palestinians. And also, we are told there's a new report, there's a call to action, a day of resistance. It's supposed to be tomorrow, mm -hmm. October 12th, where colleges around the country are supposed to come on out and show their support for the Palestinians. Okay, now, I'd like to draw a distinction between, okay, supporting, let's say, the Palestinian cause versus supporting what happened here. Uh, by the hand of Hamas. They're, they're different things. Here's what I, I'm saying. Somebody might say, yeah, we, you know, we want to support the Palestinian right to uh, self-determination or uh, their right to have their own state. Um, okay, that's understandable. But to, to arise and say, yeah, we support Hamas, do you recognize what you're doing when you say that thing? You are aligning yourself now with people who are literally beheaded babies and raped women and are acting in the most criminal, savage, evil manner, and you are aligning yourself with him. College campuses around our country are now arising in support, and they are aligning themselves with Hamas. Which I think is really <clears throat> interesting because they align their support for these the, the Hamas and groups like them. Uh, I wonder how they would feel, though, if they were under that oppressive regime. Oh, great point. Y y you know? Well, I, 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 I think they, they think, oh, oh, how great, we, yes, we lobby for them, we support them, but if you were under their iron fist, would you have the same point of view? They're, I mean, it is repressive and oppressive, I mean, against any other non-Muslim faith. Christians are essentially murdered. Women are subjugated. Exactly. Homosexuals, frankly, are murdered, and and the left, the, the, the you support this. It, it's hard to see how they can reconcile these these thoughts, these choices. You know, how can we support this? Well, I can answer that because you're anti-Israel, and I think that's the key. Exactly, they're anti-Semitic, they're anti-Israel, right. which takes us all the way back to Genesis three. Exactly right and the fall of man, and that the enemy, he knows his days are limited, and so what does he want to do? He wants to take out the one who's going to take him out. Which is Israel. Yep. And, and so what we see now is, of course, prophetic. We know that nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and we know that, the, that Israel will be the focus. Great. And Israel is now, of course, the world is focused on Israel. Um, and the Palestinian cause is a very integral part of this. But it's very interesting layers of complexity because you've got the Arab nations that have been trying to build detente, or that's not the right word, but, you know, uh, uh, normalization of relationships. And, and then Hamas tries to throw, uh, really, a, a grenade mm -hmm. in the works of it. So very, very interesting dynamics that are happening in the world today. We must watch. We must pray for Israel. And I think that's really the question, like how do we pray now in light of what's happening? I agree. We need to pray, I think, for leaders. We need to pray also, though, I mean, the ultimate blessing is Jesus Christ. And I think for us, you know, there's been opportunities that I've had to talk about the Lord. Yeah. Uh, people that I, I know who have kind of wandered away from the Lord. Mm -hmm. 
And all of a sudden, they're saying, you know what? I'm not sure if I'm right with Jesus. Right. Uh, what if the rapture were to happen? Am I right with the Lord? Right. And it's been a beautiful thing. I'm seeing men, women, and children, mm-hmm. young and old, they're beginning to ask these questions because they've heard, right. and they want to make sure when Jesus comes that they're not left behind. Because we see what's happening in the world, and, and the soul is disturbed, right? Am I right with God? I mean, it, it makes you aware that these are the very things that God spoke of. I need to get right with God. So my prayer is that, that God would somehow use this for revival in the world, but even in Israel. The greatest Amen. blessing to Israel is to recognize the Messiah. And for the Arabs, for all yeah. people groups. God loves Absolutely them right. all. He wants yeah. all to come to saving faith in Jesus Christ. But let's pray for, the, for Israel because we know that this is just the beginning and that there will be much loss of life to come. Uh, as we're, amount, we're seeing now, the amassing of troops uh, and equipment ready for an invasion into Gaza. We must pray for that. In fact, I had an appointment this morning uh, with with someone from Israel, and uh, there was no response to the call. It was a Zoom call, and I waited and waited. I finally emailed back, and uh, he finally emailed and said, I'm sorry, I got called up into the Army. Hmm. We'll have to reschedule. Hmm. Wow. So, I mean, it's personal, and we have friends there. Amen. And, uh, in fact, one of our board members... Yes. He has family there in Israel. His neighbors are gone, missing, and uh, presumed hostage. They left the bunker just for a moment, bomb shelter, and they never came back. So it's personal. It is. And we we need to pray. uh, The grieving right now, Israel is burying their dead. Yes. And uh, And our God is the God of all comfort, that he would bring comfort to their hearts and in the process draw them to himself through Jesus Christ. That's my prayer. His people are wailing. His people are mourning. His people are hurting. And we need to to hurt and to carry that burden with them, to pray for Israel, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, to to pray that God would move in his intervening hand and that this would come to a soon end. Amen. He's our hope. Amen. Amen. Well, it's been a blessing to be with you, though. Difficult topics indeed to talk about, but I believe God has called us for such a time as this. Mm-hmm. And, and we're so grateful that you would join us as well. Uh, we really want to encourage you to take a look at our website, blessers.org. That's blessers with an O-R-S dot O-R-G. You know, on our website, you're going to find great information. We curate all of the news that comes in concerning Israel and the Middle East because we want you to be well-informed about what's taking place, but also what our position should be as Christians, how to stand in these latter days for Israel and her people. So make sure you take a look at our website. We update it with with new articles, articles from outside sources. There you'll also see our podcast. By the way, speaking of our podcast, we'd encourage you to subscribe to our podcast, both on YouTube, Rumble, uh, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Getter. Stay connected with all that's happening. We're going to try to keep you as well informed as possible because we believe these are urgent times and we know that God wants his people to be informed so that they know how to pray. We also encourage you to partner with us financially. We're a new ministry here, but we believe God has called us for such a time as this so that we can equip the church to know how to stand in these latter days and ultimately help people take another step towards Jesus Christ. 
Well, again, thank you so much for joining us today. Remember, those who bless Israel will be blessed. Shalom, shalom.